there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. Always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Fired up on a Tuesday, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort at Casino. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard here on Follow the Money. Coming up over the next three hours, we have Matt Humans on the program. A little NFL and college football bets for the upcoming week. Ross Tucker uh, in an hour. A lot to go over with him at that time as the Eagles looked impressive again last night. And Paul Stone on the show a little bit later on. He was 3-0 last Tuesday on the show. We'll get three best bets from him in college football at that time. Paulie, good job by you. Uh, you liked the Eagles last night, and that was, when you look at the box score overall, it was 25-11 to 11, the final score, but truly, that was pure domination. I mean, it's the yardage here, 472 to 174 for the Eagles. Uh, they had the ball for 39 minutes, and they out first down Tampa 27-12, to 12, and that Final drive, I think, summed up why this team is mm. going to be so difficult to beat this year. They held the ball. They played keep away for nine plus minutes, never scored, ended the game. Yeah, that was an awesome drive to close oh, it, it was out. Tremendous. Yes, it was. Yep. Uh, I love this team going back the last two years with the offensive line, the rushing game, rushing attack, what Hurts can do. And then I have two dynamic wide receivers as well. Brown is just a beast. I mean, you just see if you give him a cushion. He's going to catch it, give you the stiff arm, and get the yak as well. Um, but And then, you know, as many people tweeted, number one, as I said, they should have won the Super Bowl last year. But number two, they won the NFC and probably got the best player in the draft, which would happen too with Baby Rhino So uh, and, and, and uh, with Carter. But uh, this is just a, a, just a great drive to close it out. And as you talked about uh, with the New England game, Brian Johnson now getting in a, a rhythm with Swift. Why Swift only had a couple touches in that game against New England. 28 for 175 against Minnesota and 16 for 130. Why did the Lions give up on this guy? Well, yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, I know he was banged up, but also like the playing time. And as we pointed out, like how they split the carries all the time or the touches or where he was 
like not getting a look or not getting the snap count uh, that he should have been. That guy, now that's two primetime games in a row for DeAndre Swift. You're telling me he can't? he's not a superstar in this league if he stays healthy? That, that dude is phenomenal. Oh, in this offense? Oh, he's a, if he's going to get that many carries? With that offensive line? Oh, it's not fair. They're blowing him off the ball The guy last is night. awesome. You're not supposed to run against Tampa either. Or so we were That's told. That's the thing, right? Yeah. So think about that for a second. And you, uh, Paul, how many teams can actually yeah. do that, right? Jesus. Can you even yeah. name like a handful of teams? Because Tampa Bay's rush defense yeah. is actually still, I mean, it's still really good. Yeah. They got guys like Vita Vea. They have good linebackers. They got other defensive linemen who are good at stopping the run. Nobody, for the most part, can run on that team. And they, it's actually like, why, why did the Eagles even try passing last night? Mm-hmm. They should have just ran the football every single time that they were, uh, hiking it back to Hurts, and uh, eventually that's what it turned into. But that when you have that offensive line, and you can just pummel the opposing front, and then your defensive line can do the exact same thing, and you just manhandle the offensive line, like that's a that's an awesome recipe to win a lot of games in this league and be dominant like they have yep. been. Hurts is a stud too. Not breaking news there. I mean, to play like that with the flu. Beautiful touchdown pass. Uh, oh, that was so good. To start the game with a 50-yard bomb as well. 10 of 16 on third down. And this is a juicy race now for that prop, the last team to lose. So San Francisco plays Dallas coming up. Now, this could be a survivor play for a lot of people Sunday with Philly at home against Washington. But we know it's easy to start for Philly. And then it gets, I mean, then it's Dallas, Buffalo, San Francisco, Kansas City, Dallas again. So they there could be you know there could be a six and zero seven and one start here for Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm not expecting 13, 14 wins from this team. Not too tough this season. I mean the schedule is completely the opposite of what it was a year ago. So they'll lose some of these games, but they're really really good and they're going to be a tough out if they stay healthy. And I like what you said yesterday when you uh, were we were running down why you like the Eagles minus the five. And you just kept going back to Jalen Hurts as a winner. I mean, the sample size now, I, I love the guy. I, I love his heart. I love. I think he's completely, he's talented beyond right, belief. Right. And um, I trust him as much as almost any quarterback in the league. Like, not Mahomes, but he's certainly, probably, what, top five at this point? Has to be. He was going to win the MVP last year yes, until he, he got hurt. Yes, he was. So that's 20 and one straight up, last 21 regular season starts. Yeah. And That's as we right. kicked around yesterday, isn't it maddening? Even when you when you watch the Eagles in prime time, so the entire country is watching, and they do that Hurts push. And at one point, I know they, they started out near the goal line with one of them, and they took them like three attempts, but they eventually scored. At one point, Joe Buck said on the air, that was 29 for 31 going back. Right. I liked your tweet. So the, the And we watch this. Just sit there on a Saturday and watch the nonsense with college football or watch the Buffalo Bills. Where from the one-yard line, teams go shotgun. Yeah. Or fourth and inches, teams go shotgun. Right. And what the Chargers pulled in the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can, it's if it doesn't work on third down, do it on fourth down. But there's a small, you know, the chances it doesn't work. Well, you got all these 6'5 quarterbacks yeah. in the league who weigh 245 pounds. Not all of them are not going to be Hurts. Paul Stone, our buddy who was on the show today, pointed this out last year. I think he was the first person to remind people. He's like, it's pretty good. You got this offensive line, and oh, by the way, like hurt squats more than 600 pounds. So that's a right. Not all quarterbacks are going to be able to do that. So that certainly helps. But it's a good combination. Well, I, you know, I'm not, I would say everyone should do that, but unless you got a small quarterback, but yeah. still at least don't go, don't go shotgun fourth and inches or from the, uh, from the one yard. Yeah, I'm not going to run Bryce Young out there doing that. Yeah. To where you yeah. at with Tampa Bay. It's Fugazi, right? 
Come on, they beat the Bears and they were up three with two minutes left, and Minnesota gave them the game. But what are we? T- are we it's talking good, about? Like, are they going to win the division? Are they going to be a playoff team? No, I can't. Win total. Win total. Six no. and a half. Yeah, six, seven wins right probably there? this year. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mayfield's first INT of the year, and in like 200 passes, which we uh, called yesterday on the show. The thought process was. They're a five-point dog. They're going to get down. He's going to have to throw the ball because you can't run on this Philly defense, which we saw again last night. Mm. So the attempts are going to be there. Will one of them get picked off? We thought at minus 115 or $1.25 even. That was a pretty good price to, to lay, and he uh, he threw one last night. Also, how about Jalen Carter now? Is he going to run away with Defensive Rookie of the Year? It appears that way. I mean, that, Not one, fair. that one sequence, same drive, he shared a sack with Fletcher Cox, and he just comes out. How, how are, when he's coming at you like this, and he gives you the Mike Tyson. How are opposing ball carriers <laughs> yeah. going to hang on to the football? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then, again, you're right. I mean, he dropped to ninth overall in the draft. And I, I tweeted out last night, again, this guy slipped. Like, shame on the league. And other people are like, well, he made, she did have some offseason problems. Like, I, I'm aware of the story. My, my, the point is, if he's going to get drafted at all, what's the difference between taking him ninth overall or another team taking him second or first? There's no difference. Oh, we got to we got to prove a point here and make this make sure this guy knows what he did was wrong. We can't take him sixth overall. So he goes ninth to the Eagles, and he's going to be at this rate. He's going to run away as long as he stays healthy with defensive rookie of the year on that front. Okay. Good job, everybody. Yeah, uh-huh. that's right. And a lot of people all over the Detroit Lions too, and rightfully so. You get you let Swift walk, and then you take a uh, pick of twelfth overall with Gibbs. And will Montgomery even do much this year mm-hmm. for them as well? I loved it last night. I wish they would do that again every Monday night. Me, me. And I like that you go two games at the same time. Uh, we do a one. I think it's week fourteen. They do another one. But uh, there it, it, it was a horrible landing spot in the other game. Oh God! Horrible. I mean, that opens seven. It's like, is he going to play? I don't know. Down to three, down to one, back up to three. He plays, and it falls three with the late touchdown. Also, if you had Puka under, that's a tough beat. The blown coverage there at the end, and the Rams cash in late. Stafford converts on fourth down, and uh, and the, the game falls three. I mean, that was... There's no way that was good. <laughs> oh, God, that's a horrible landing spot. Could not have been. Everybody yeah. should have won. Yes. Betting that last night. Yeah. And then to land exactly where that's, it did. But they need, as Burrow said, though, I have to play. We can't be 0-3. So if they're two and all, there's no way he plays. If they're one and one, he doesn't play. Uh, I don't. I don't know how that game goes over Sunday when they play Tennessee. I, I think we're in the low 40s with that total. Yeah. Yeah. He was shaky again last night for what the first two quarters probably, and then they corrected on that first drive or right around the first drive of the second half. I'll tell you um, uh, a bet that I like, and I've done it uh, a few times so far this year. I don't get involved until it's live. It's just another way of betting like an under in a game or I guess the over. Last night, this is um, middle to late first quarter. I didn't bet the under in the game, but you can bet how many touchdowns are going to be scored if you shop around. I bet under four and a half touchdowns to be scored in the game. And it's just like one of those things where I want to watch it play out uh, for a little while. It, it, you know, you can run down the whole board that we have this week. I can make the case right, right now and tell you like the, the Browns game against the Ravens would be a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I would wait until like the first quarter to see how that game's going to go in case there's no like fluky touchdown right out of the gate. And last night it appeared as if there was going to be a massive struggle scoring points and that uh, Burrow was certainly still rusting. The Bengals defense showed up. I bet under four and a half, I laid minus 150. It's also a good way if you wanted to come back and it's like a soccer game, right? Because that dropped to two and a half touchdowns, which I did not come back for. I was waiting, I was waiting for it to go to like a half a touchdown if it would go into the fourth quarter, then maybe play over. 
but it's just another way of like betting an under in a game or because I know that you've done this before with other things. I think it's a great way to bet some of these NFL games. And I like primetime games. I like to be isolated. I like it when there's only one game, no other distractions, basically. And so you can really lock in. But it's uh, if you shop around right. because you, you can they're going to offer during the game. They're going to they're going to offer like how many touchdowns are scored a third quarter, how many in the second half, how many in the fourth quarter. If you want to get out of it, you can. Was that an outlier or is Stafford going to get killed? Six sacks, one of 11 on third down. I mean, he took some brutal shots. He too. did. He got, he really got, there was some pain last night. Oh, yeah. Endured. Uh, I think the Bengals came up to play. The, I think the whole team showed up last night knowing if they go to 0-3, that is pretty much over with then. I mean, based on history of the league. No answer for Hendrickson either. No. That was a phenomenal job by their pass rush. And yep. I'll tell you, Lou does a great job, the D.C. Boy, is he sharp. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you can at least contain Mahomes. Wow. I mean, the game plans that this guy comes up with every week. I think we'll touch on this more in the next segment. How is that not a touchdown by Atwell? Bad beat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that got overturned. First of all, like the First athleticism there by Atwell uh-huh. is a 10 out of 10. That's yeah. an amazing effort. Where, where, where's the proof that he was out of bounds? Where? They had every possible angle. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Nobody saw it. Paulie will recap. It will give you a boy, huge beat from uh, one better on that uh, non-touchdown last night. Paulie with the details and win some, lose some next year and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Do it again. Let's run it back. Packers Lions Thursday. DraftKings Sportsbook keeps you in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down and become an instant winner. Football's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the app now. Use code Follow. 
Code follow. New customers bet five and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NFL with code follow. The crown is yours. Matt Human's time every Tuesday. Watch him at night here on the network and uh, does an excellent job. I watched the whole show Friday with the football in contest, the Invitational on Friday nights. That is a great job, Matt. Rapid fire all the guests and all the picks. And Chris Piper, who won Survivor a couple years ago, not a professional, is on a 12-2 and two run the last two weeks. Wow. Yeah, no kidding. Piper is uh, piping hot, let's put it that way. So lately, 12-2, and two, and how's this for an oddity? His only two losses were his best bet both weeks. Ooh. So, uh, you know, a lot of guys really struggle in this contest, I've noticed, uh, the last couple of years. Even Chuck, the Iceman Edel, uh, a lot of guys really struggle trying to single out a best bet each week and uh, I think Chuck still Chuck was uh best bet record cost Chuck the uh title last year against the Bear. That was the tiebreaker and Chuck is off to an 0 and three in his best bet this year. But uh you know I, I think the results overall from the contest so far have been pretty mediocre. Uh we've had have had like you're gonna have in a contest like this, a few mm-hmm. guys who are red hot, a few guys who are cold uh to get things started. But Chris Piper Fifteen five and one. He has yet to win a best bet, but he's a contest leader. Scott Pritchard, a Las Vegas pro better, has been uh, really good the last two weeks. And uh, Kenny White uh, up there at the top too. Kenny White, longtime Las Vegas uh, odds maker and handicapper. Hopefully, Kenny White, Brad Powers, uh, maybe Chris the Bear Fleek are going to be on the show this Friday night. And uh, I think the Bear. I'm pretty sure the Bear and the Fox game, Fox uh, Big Noon kickoff, going to be back in Boulder, Colorado this weekend, right? So, yeah, um, I think Bear back out there in this part of the country. I'll get him on the show yeah. Friday night. And uh, Mike Palm's still hot, man. That's there one you thing. Go. You know, Palm did it last year, and he's doing it again. If anything, if nothing else, Mike Palm's proving here that uh, he's a follow in the uh, the first third of the uh, football season. Yep, it's a great watch and listen every Friday at 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. And Matt does an excellent job. Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and all the picks and all the uh, guys who are in the contest as well. What are you hearing on Cam Rising for the big matchup Utah at Oregon State Friday night? Well, last week the, the reports were that he was going to play against UCLA and he didn't go, but you know, everything I read was that he practiced every day with no limitations. And I, I was a little bit surprised he didn't go. Now the Utah defense dominated against UCLA and the freshman quarterback uh, more. And man, I, I, I don't, I don't think the Utah defense is going to have that much success on the road this week against a, uh, a, a, a I'm going to say a better quarterback in DJ Uyengale and just a better offense in general. Now, last week when I was on with you, I, was, I know Mitch was on this play too. This is my best bet Friday night was Washington State mm-hmm. plus three against Oregon State. I didn't think Washington State should have been a home dog in that game. I made Washington State a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, Cougars led 38-21, ended up winning that game by three. Well, this week – I'm going to flip. I'm going to be probably going to be on Oregon State against Utah. I have not bet this. I actually bet on Sunday. I bet a little bit on the Oregon State at less than three. But right now, you got to lay three with the Beavers. And I would hold off at this point because if, if it gets announced that Cameron Rising is going to play, and I expect he will this week, I think he might be able to lay less than three again with Oregon State against Utah. And I think this is a pretty good spot for the Beavers. And this Utah offense has really, really struggled without rising. 
And that being his first game back in a road start, uh, I wouldn't expect him to be Superman this week. So I, I do like the Beavers to bounce back and probably win that. Matt, you also like Syracuse mm-hmm. plus the seven against Clemson. How much of yep. that is pro-orange compared to anti-Davo Sweeney and Clemson or the fact that Syracuse has played Clemson pretty tough over the years? Yeah, you're right about that. You look, go back and look at the series history between these two teams, and uh, Syracuse has been a really tough out for Clemson. In fact, it has upset the Tigers a couple times. I don't want to overreact. I know a lot of people want to dump on Clemson right now as a handicapper. You can't get too high or too low on teams. I still think Clemson's decent. The problem is uh, turnovers have been costly. And Kate Klubnik has has had a problem turning the ball over. I really like Syracuse. Uh, You know, I've watched Garrett Schrader, veteran quarterback. I think uh, Schrader right now, he's got, let's see, a combined 1,288 total yards, 12 touchdowns, six passing, six rushing. He's making all the right plays. He's he's really not turning the ball over like uh, Klubnik is in the Clemson offense. I also think Tigers are in a bit of a tough spot here. Off that deflating loss to Florida State, then you have to hit the road and uh, play a pretty good Syracuse team. And it's a well-coached Syracuse team. If you watch them, Rocky Long, like we know out here, he was New Mexico State and San Diego State coach for a long time. He's one of the best defensive coaches in the business. That was a great hire by Dino Babers in the offseason. He's the new D.C. at Syracuse, and the Syracuse defense playing at a really high level. Uh, I'm surprised to get seven here. I made this number around the field goal. I'll take Syracuse plus seven against Clemson. All right. Uh, BYU takes on Cincinnati. BYU running the gauntlet again this year. Not like it's been in years past where it was like a true meat grinder, but they're laying less than a field goal. Do you like the Cougs? I thought the Cougs played well in uh, back-to-back road games. Yeah, Had a big comeback to beat Arkansas and then uh, lost last week at Kansas. That's a pretty good Kansas team. I'm surprised mm-hmm. BYU's laying less than a field goal here. I made this number five. Only two and a half. Keaton Slovis, veteran quarterback, 357 yards passing against Kansas last week. And uh, that was a game BYU lost by 11, but Kansas had two defensive touchdowns. So I think BYU played better, maybe than the score indicates. This is a night game in Provo. And this this is going to be a tough trip for the Bearcats. First time out there. I think the crowd's going to be electric on uh, Friday night. And uh, like I said, I think the number's cheap here. I believe the two and a half before it goes to three. I made the number five. How okay. about an ESPN game? Old Miss at home. Uh, Kiffin, uh, they looked terrible against Alabama, mm-hmm. scored 10 points at home against LSU. Well, I was on Bama last week. It was a rare favorite. I, I really thought the Bama defense was going to bounce back, and it did. Well, now I'm going to bet on the Rebels to bounce back here as three point home dogs. If you've watched LSU, the defense is just not up to. Uh, par of what it's been in recent years, especially the talent in the secondary. LSU allowed 426 yards to Arkansas last week and was lucky to escape as a double-digit favorite. That was in Baton Rouge, 34-31. I have not been impressed by the LSU defense. I thought it was going to play at a higher level. I think Lane Kiffin's got the uh, skill position talent here on Ole Miss to maybe expose those weaknesses. And uh, I think this is a pick game. I'll take three. I think there's a good chance Ole Miss wins it. Matt Eumann's our guest. It's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We're going to have a common play in the NFL this week as well. I was hoping the number would come down, Matt, on the Bills game. It doesn't it's, In fact, it's going the other way. It touched three a little bit yesterday. But uh, why do you like Buffalo this week less than a field goal? I think the Buffalo defense played really well this season. And, uh, you know, a 
lot of times in the back of your mind, you get that stuck to first impression. Josh Allen made a bunch of mistakes in that uh, opening game against the Jets. But if you – Allen settled down. He's played a lot better the last couple of weeks against the Raiders and uh, the Commodores. But this Buffalo Bills defense is number two in the NFL in yards allowed, 253, number two in scoring, 11.7 points per game. And uh, I expect the Dolphins to come back to earth a little bit after averaging 10.2 yards per play, 726 yards and 70 points. I think uh, I watched both games last year between the Bills and the Dolphins, and Tua and the Dolphins played well up in Buffalo, but I like to fade a team off a uh, just a monster performance like that. And I think this Buffalo defense is also going to take a page from what Bill Belichick did against the Dolphins. I think he held Tua and the Dolphins to around 350 yards, and Tyreek Hill had five catches and 40 yards. And the Bills have uh, better personnel, much better personnel on defense. So I think uh, you're going to see more – a game that was more like uh, Dolphins-Patriots, but I think it's going to come out in the Bills' favor here. Josh Allen, this Bills defense may be a little bit underrated here. I lay two and a half. Like you said, you're seeing some threes out there, but uh, I think two and a half is a fair price, and the Bills get the win. You can catch Matt's show. It's called VSIN tonight, weeknights at uh, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific. And as Paulie said earlier, the Friday night show is awesome. Uh, this is the second year of the Friday mm-hmm. Football Invitational here at Circa. And that's the same exact time for three hours. Picks, picks, and more picks. It's an awesome show. Uh, Matt, you do a great job with that. Thanks for the time. Good luck this week. Hey, thank you. You bet. Yep. Well done. There you go. Uh, this is VSIN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. Plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebitard, and Ross Tucker. Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business, and you can check out all the best analysis at vcin.com. Follow the money is two more hours coming up on vcin. And at the top of the hour, out of the break, Ross Tucker is going to join the program. Did we watch something from Philadelphia last night that they're going to be able to do to a lot of opponents this year? We'll ask him coming up here on vcin. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome aboard. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino, kicking this hour off as uh, Ross Tucker joins the program, host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can follow him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Uh, a lot to get into today, Ross. Good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. First of all, great job calling the Alabama game against Ole Miss on Saturday. That was a, a heck of a broadcast. So at this stage of your career, how do you enjoy going to college campuses around that atmosphere compared to going to an NFL game on a Sunday and calling a game? Ooh, that's a good question, Mitch. Um, and by the way, I absolutely love them both. You know, from a broadcaster standpoint, the NFL is just, it's almost like easy, you know? I mean, I do an NFL game. I'll be doing another one in a couple of weeks here. I kind of already know all the players, mm-hmm. right? Like, I know the starters. I know the two deep. So the preparation is pretty easy. And, and, and the NFL is just like clockwork, right? Boom, 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 boom. You know, the game happens. Um, very, very efficient. So there's aspects of the NFL I really like. But I will say it's special to be on a college campus. And then the game day atmosphere, 
you know, the band and mm -hmm. the cheerleaders and the tailgating and the enthusiasm and the excitement. It's like college, you can feel the happiness and the excitement. Um, and there's 100,000 people there sure. on Saturday. It's just very, very cool. I mean, they're both cool and different in their own rights. So I kind of like having the mix, to be honest with you. I kind of like getting the best of both worlds. Mm -hmm. Very good answer, too, because now his free agency has hit college sports with the portal uh, and NIL as well. I'm going to set the, the total at 13.5, over under 13.5 teams that can win the title in college football. In the latest poll, Oklahoma's ranked 14th, for reference. Yeah, I'll go under. I mean, look, I, I think there's a bunch of good teams, but I don't think, you know, Utah or Notre Dame, or even for that matter, I'd be surprised if like Alabama or LSU could actually win this thing. I, I mean, to me, uh, clearly Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, I'd even throw Penn State in there. I think Texas and Florida State have a chance the way they've been playing. And, and a team from the Pac-12, right, whether it's Washington or USC or Oregon, I think after that, you're starting to get into a little bit more of a drop-off. So I'll go under. I feel like there's probably eight or nine that have a chance. And even out of those eight or nine, I don't know. I know Georgia is maybe not as dominant as they have been, but I still kind of will believe, you know, one of these Pac-12 teams would be able to beat them up front, both sides of the ball when I see it. Is this the best Penn State team that we've seen in who knows how many years? Yeah, it is. I mean, they won the Big Ten in 2016. And this team's uh, better. They probably should have been in the in 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 the college football playoff mm -hmm. that year. But this team's better than that. I mean, they have a really talented team, a really deep team. They have one of the best defenses in college football. They got first round picks at every level of that defense. They're very deep. They, they they finally probably have a quarterback that's really talented as well. Best O-line they've had in a while. It's wild, guys, that they I, I think probably there are top five teams, but three of the top five teams, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, aren't just in the same conference. They're in the same division mm -hmm. of this. It's, it's like the old SEC West used to be some of those years. It's just crazy to think how many years we could have had like awesome Big Ten championship games between two top ten teams, but it's always been the East against the, uh, a team from the West that's like barely in the top 20. Mm -hmm. uh, also, now switching to the NFL here, the Eagles, I know it was a the, the spread, the final outcome was a 14-point game. That played out like a much bigger margin than it actually was. They outgained Tampa by 300 yards last night. And I thought you had a really good tweet at the end of the game when you said the most impressive drive for the Eagles was the last one for yes. zero points, nine minutes in the NFL, incredibly hard to do. Ross, when you watch this team play, the fact that they got Jalen Carter on the defensive line and their offensive line is still arguably the best in the NFL, like they're, they're going to lose more games than last year because of the schedule. They might be better. They're going to punish teams on both sides of the ball. Well, first of all, you're right. I mean, and by the way, on the last play, they threw the ball to A.J. Brown for a first down. So they could have taken like 10 or 11 minutes off the clock. I, I never even heard of that in the NFL. That is bananas. That is really, really impressive. Look. Every game they've played so far, and pretty much every game they'll play all season, they have the better offensive line and defensive line. I mean, ask any coach at any level, high school, college, whatever. If you can go into a game 
knowing that you have the better O-line and you have the better D-line, that's pretty good, man. I mean, even if Hurst is not at his best, maybe the secondary is not as good as it was last year, whatever. They're just so good, so deep up front, both sides of the ball, that they're never going to like get blown out. They're always going to be in the game at worst because of those big guys. They are 20 and one with Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. as their starting quarterback the last year. They lost that one Monday night game to the commanders of all teams last year. Other than that, they have not lost with Hurts in the regular season. You, you played the game. You're in all these locker rooms. You do the Eagles game preseason. Uh, how important is, is locker room chemistry? Because I think we're looking at a mutiny with the Jets and the Broncos. What do you think happens moving forward and, and how important that could be? And could, could we see infighting uh, just get out of control with those two organizations? Yeah, it's funny, Paul, that you say that because I literally wrote a column yesterday for the 33rd team that the Jets need to get another quarterback option as soon as possible. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it today because I understand some of the concerns. Look, I think that they didn't do it the first couple weeks because they wanted to kind of throw their support behind Zach Wilson. They wanted Zach Wilson to feel like it's my team. I'm the man. I'm going to be able to do this. They believe in me. And they didn't want to cloud that by bringing somebody else in. But, you know, you're running out of time, right? I mean, like how many more weeks are you going to give him? We've seen it for three years. He's just not good. It's unfortunate. You know, it'd be cooler if he was, but he's not good. And I know they've tried to sign somebody. I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. They tried to sign Chad Henney two weeks ago. It was in my local paper, and Chad turned him down. But wow. I think that was more as like a mentor veteran backup to Zach. Now I think they need to bring in like a starter. Uh, I, I, I think they should bring in Carson Wentz, right? Now I know people say Tannehill or Cousins. I get that. Uh-huh. I don't know if Tennessee or Minnesota is willing to punt on the season yet. You have to give up a lot for that. Those guys make a lot of money. And uh, there's just a lot of complications there. Whereas Wentz, this would be the best team he's on since early in his Eagles career. And look, he's inconsistent. Guess what? Zach Wilson's consistently bad. (laughs) I mean, I'll take inconsistent. (laughs) That that means at least you're up and down sometimes. I'll take inconsistent over consistently bad. Uh, That's the best phrase that I've heard Mm -hmm. anybody describe. uh, Wentz compared to Wilson or the Jets quarterback situation the entire time. Well done out of you. Ross Tucker's our guest. Um, So what do you think about Paulie and I like the idea of Brissett. Do you think, should they pick up the phone on a guy like that? Would the commanders trade him as the backup there? Ooh, that's interesting. I I do like that idea. Um, I think the commanders would consider it, but like if you're Ron Rivera and you think that this might be your last year in Washington, like do you want to you want to move on from Brissett? What if Hal gets hurt? Hal just threw four picks too. Like what if Hal isn't good? Rivera probably thinks he needs to win double digit games this year to keep his job under new ownership. So why does he want to trade Brissett? That's the problem with just going after these backup quarterbacks. Like, most of these teams have these guys for a reason. I'm sure you can get them, but you're probably going to have to give up a bunch. So do you want to give up a bunch to pay Brissett more than you'd have to pay Wentz? That's the question. Yeah, and to that point, this is why they're running out of time, and I know it's only coming up on week four, but Sam Howell had the four INT game. They might have to make a switch. Minshew's going to have to fill in for Richardson who knows how many times in Mm -hmm. Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. 
And Derek Carr's already hurt in New Orleans. So the idea of Jameis Winston, forget about it. it exactly correct. Uh, teams have these guys as their number two quarterbacks for a reason. And they're not going to part with them unless you make it worth their all. I mean, they would because they can go find another backup. But especially early in this season, teams don't want to feel like they're giving up on the season. I know backup quarterback, you're not giving up on the season, but you're putting your team in a bad spot to win games for your team this season. Great to talk to you as always. 90 seconds left. Tell people about your great website and the gift idea of my front page story. Uh, Absolutely. I appreciate that. First of all, before I forget, since I know you guys all love to bet, Even Money Betting Podcast. New episode drops on Tuesday. Guys, I'm coming off of maybe my worst weekend ever on the Even Money Betting. I was down nine units. You know what that means? This is a good week to listen to the show or watch the show because I'm going back up. As for myfrontpagestory.com, 45% of weddings are September, October, November. 45% which is bananas to me, which also means that a lot of you listening or watching, that means that you guys have anniversaries coming up. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. There is no better gift you can get a loved one. The writers write a story about your wife, your mom, whoever, and talk about how great she is. Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. Can't more highly recommend any gift you could give anyone, a colleague, retirement, birthday, I don't care, myfrontpagestory.com, myfrontpagestory.com, huge fan. 45% of all weddings in the next two and a half months. That's depressing. That's ridiculous. During football. Oh, great information. A lot, a lot of really poor decisions made by people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. no kidding. No kidding. Uh, outstanding as always, Ross. Thanks yeah. for the time. All right, see you guys. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, be good. And he's on all social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Up next, updated odds to win various NFL awards. Plus money can now be found on this guy. Can you believe it? The Titan. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
is Follow the Money on VSEN. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Stop betting in the dark. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code WINNER. Code WINNER to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, uh, let's uh, discuss some of the NFL awards right now. Three weeks in the books here in this sport. At DraftKings this morning, DeMar Hamlin is minus 105 to win Comeback Player of the Year. He's minus 105. At other books, I saw as high as plus 125. I told you last week that I took some uh, on Mechie at 50-1 to one in mm-hmm. case Hamlin doesn't play. Mechie played again this last week. He had two catches for 13 yards um, coming back from cancer. So that angle there, I think, is going to be, you know, huge in terms of this award anyway. Good for that kid to be able to play again. He was awesome at Alabama. But the player mm-hmm. right behind Hamlin is Tua, plus 125. Yeah, I know. But with concussions? Okay. Yeah. I, I, I go back. I've used, I said it before. But I just go back to the ESPYs the one year when comeback player, the athlete of the year, Michael Jordan beat out Monica Sellis. And Bill Murray says on stage to Michael, you know, Mike, this girl got stabbed. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it goes back to what are you coming back? You were from? chilling in the crib. I, I know, mm-hmm. it, it, but it's, it, this isn't the ESPYs. This is r- real life here, and 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 calmer, cooler heads will prevail. Which right, Hamlin will get on the field. Hamlin will win the award. I'm picking up what you're putting down. It's what are you coming back from? Cancer, death. Oh, I had a concussion. Right. So it, it's he's going to get on the field. Some of these are just completely oh, ass. Baker Mayfield's fifteen a, to one. Absolutely. I mean, come absurd. on. Absolutely absurd. Even T.J. Watt's absurd. It's like agreed. Oh, uh, there's an injury, and then there's I have to you have to bring me back to life on the field or or cancer. So Kelvin Ridley's twenty two to one. <laughs> Please, I mean, that's missing a zero. I would agree with that too because he was he was coming back from a suspension because he bet on games. Uh, I'm not going to give him the award. I tell you, a guy who could win the award if Hamlin does not play this year, Brees Hall at twenty five to one. I can see because he is come. What's he coming back from? Okay, leg was shattered. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And but, he was right. on pace to win but, the rookie of the year. Yeah, you're right. And, but that's not going to happen because Hackett doesn't know what he's doing either. So, so here, here, here's what you, just don't don't even bet Hamlin right now. Just here's what you need. Hamlin, as long as he is still inactive every single Sunday, the price is going to continue to go up on him. Right. How so, long does McDermott do this though? Well, I mean, they've had some shaky... Remember last week, they had some guys questionable in the secondary. So I, I When does he to give grab, in? He's got to give in. He has to. I, I don't know. He has to give in. And to say, okay, you're going out there. We'll put you in. Plus, there's going to be plenty of opportunities, too, when you, well, I mean, you're he's looking been, at... Here's the thing, right? He's been cleared. Like, is there a doctor who's going to step in all of a sudden and say, whoa, hold on here. I, I thought about it again. He shouldn't be on the team. He can't play. No, he's been cleared. He's on the team. He made the 53-man roster. So are they just doing that for show? This is also night and day, though, to, to the Alex. It's the same thing with Alex Smith, where if he gets on the field, it's over. But Alex Smith, again, was, what was he, fourth string that year to start the season or something? We didn't know if he would get on the field. But then no, he, no. not only did he get in, he won games. And I, I, and I think, did he take him to the playoffs, I think? Uh, 
And then he got hurt and was that was the year I think Heineke stepped okay. in the playoff game. But, uh, maybe, in any yeah. event, he came in and won games. So, but he was like seventy hundred to one, and this guy opened minus four dollars yeah. in the summer. Again, thank God Hamlin's okay. I hope obviously nothing happens to the guy moving forward. In terms of this award, I hope he doesn't play for the next month and a half. I hope the number goes up okay. to like four to one, okay. and then all of a sudden we find out, yeah, Hamlin's going to play. Well, it's a great, it's a great market and fun discussion. Where you at with coach of the year? I mean, the McDaniel hype deserved, and certainly you're averaging 43 points per game. Well, and um, then, I, he was great last year, though, and to take him to the playoffs and what he did with Tua, and certainly with Tyreek Hill as well, McDaniel was awesome. I saw a great tweet yesterday. In fact, I quote tweeted it or X'd it, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is from a, uh, Hayden Winks, who is uh, good in the fantasy space, and he he posted that the Dolphins right now are lap- he said Mike McDaniel is lapping the field in every way. And he breaks down film and watches all these games, and he mm-hmm. tweeted out a video. He said, so many small running backs can't see the field because they're put in bad situations, not the Dolphins. And he pointed out the fake reverse underhand catch twice. Yep, that was beautiful. The pitches, the counters, the quick motion, right. two running back sets, etc. And this is a great tweet. He said, it reminds me of the early Warriors with the threes. That's exact. That was a oh. perfect tweet, right? And they took the world by storm. And he's finding a way to utilize all these guys at the same exact time. And the Warriors blew our minds with Steph Curry and Klay Thompson when they just said, we're going to go bombs yeah. and Wango Splash Brothers. That's why he's so innovative that what you're seeing in terms of creativity, I think, is going to catch people and just say, like, oh, my God, we've never seen this before. This guy's a genius. Yes, he has to get my uh, vote. That's tied into how many games are they going to win, or are they going to, you know, maybe that's take right. down the division? Well, and then what Achan did too. I mean, that's not a big guy, but he's so fight so fast, and what he did, right? Do they win the division? And certainly, I know you were on this, and Femi as well, who works here. Well, you know, if the Packers win the division but with all the injuries they've had early on, and Love looks good, Lafleur's going to get a look. I can't get there with Art Smith. No, neither could I. He did. They, they, it's ugly. And they just doesn't know what to do with all those weapons. No, he has no. I clue. mean, you might as well just put Pitts on a milk carton. He's been on a milk carton for three years. It's so depressing. But it's uh, certainly Robinson's been London? a beast. That's another one. Took both those guys so, in the top ten. Atlanta's going to win nine games, but that you can't get there with Art Smith. Uh, I, I, and I yeah. can't get there with Dan Campbell. I mean, you're going to have to win 12 games if you're Detroit, which I guess could happen, but I can't get there with Dan Campbell either. Uh, I also um, cannot get there with Shanahan this year. Right. Too but good. If he wasn't going to win it last year. The roster's stacked. Yeah. Uh, Harbaugh? No. no. Steichen Ste- might have something. Ste- I, the two guys who really have my attention this morning, mm-hmm. and I bet McDaniel, he's the one guy that I bet before the year 22 to 1. Lafleur and Steichen really stick out to me. Steichen could do this if the Colts win the division. Their win total was, what, 6.5? Yeah, it was. It is 7.5 right now. They look Some pretty good. good. Stuff. I love this right now. I love, I'm giddy when I look at this every Tuesday with yeah. updated win totals, yes, no playoffs, uh, me the too. awards. This is great. Can I throw the Jets at you quickly? Of course. Now, my guess for the win total was five and a half. You're saying, saying that I'm dead wrong. It's six and a half. Okay. Do you like that? Do you like the under more with the Jets or the Bears? Oh, the Bears. I don't even yeah. know what the number is. It's five. <laughs> <laughs> well, come on. It, it's, you, you don't have a chance with Zach Wilson. And it, it's, but they're going to win seven games? With that schedule, they can't beat the Patriots. This is loud. This is what it's. The Jets have switched places with Arizona. 
The Jets might be the go against in Survivor with this guy in a quarterback. Maybe you had you were you were in a contest with somebody. The guy was making the case. He was adamant. I want the Patriots in Survivor. Yeah, that's where we're at with this guy. I think had that game been in New England this past Sunday, I think we would have played him on one of the entries. I just I couldn't get. By the way, that Man, Hail it, Mary, that Hail Mary was almost was completed. Close. Well, it's also fifteen in a row too. They beat him fifteen in a row. So they play the Chiefs. Then they have the loser leaves town match against Denver. Philly, Battle of New York, Chargers, Vegas, Buffalo, Miami, Atlanta, Miami, Ugh, boy, Cleveland, Patriots again. But when you score 10 points a game it, 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 and he has zero confidence, it doesn't matter. The Bears five and a half under minus one for the Bears are going to win six games. I mean, everything. Go, they're, they're stealing equipment. The D.C. quits. Uber flu says no idea what he's doing. Fields is calling out the coaches. Fields looks terrible. They, they get run out. You can't even move the ball in a blowout against the Chiefs. Wait a second here now. So they're 0-3, and it's getting worse every single week. They're a three-and-a-half-point dog this week at home to, to the team that just lost by 50 points. Right, right. They have to finish 6-5 and five to go over? Yeah. Their updated win total? Yeah. Wait, their, their win total was six and a half. Was it se- no, it was seven. It was and seven half. and a half. So it dropped by two games. Well, let's see the schedule here. The, the, the This Sunday is a winnable game in theory. At the Commanders, Vikings at home. Man, they do have winnable games coming up. Oh, my aching ass. That's a Thursday night game next week. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, well, let's take Friday off. The Bears, the Bears and that Washington's on Thursday night. Right? Can, okay. can they beat the Raiders at home? I would think yes. Uh, if if Garoppolo's going to be dinged up. Wait, this team, wait, oh, hold on, hold on, leave that up. Week five is Thursday night. Week eight is the Sunday night game against the Chargers. Week 10 is Thursday night against the Panthers. Week 12 is Monday against the Vikings. Oh, boy. And they play a Saturday game against the Falcons? Well, it's on the league. This is the risky run. When you put all these New York teams, they, they, and these, um, when you put these fancy teams and these you know, these uh, all these oh. hype teams on, it's, there's an injury or they don't live up to expectations. you got to eat the excrement sandwich, so Eesh. enjoy it. Um, at, at Jacksonville still favored to win the South, plus 135. Green Bay minus 150 at DraftKings to make the playoffs. Atlanta minus 180. I think this is William Hill. Pittsburgh $1.25 to make the playoffs. They still got a lot of issues. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Uh, I, I'm not, yes. Uh, what's the no? Plus 105? Mm-hmm. I'd look at the no on that one. Uh, offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I'd say all the numbers are gone. Look at this. Stroud's down to plus 450. Nakua's plus You're right. 750. You're uh, right. Achan's 10 to 1. I, I went to war with Gibbs this year. He could barely get the ball until this last week, finally. I know. But so all those numbers are gone. If you haven't bet him yep. already. Real or Fugazi is up next. Rest assured, this will happen sooner or later with this very popular football event. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It's good to have you on board. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Starting this hour off, a little college football as uh, Paul Stone joins the program. Uh, that was one. Uh, good morning, sir. Thanks for the time, as always. You went 3-0 on the show last week. You had games like Wyoming that got there. You had uh, Notre Dame plus 3.5. That was a hell of a, way to, uh, of a way to go 3-0 last week. 
Yeah, you know it's it's good to have a three and zero with you guys on Tuesday. So maybe we can maybe we can get another one. But a lot of uh, a lot of close games and uh, interesting finish there in the Ohio State Notre Dame game, especially with some people uh, holding tickets at three when they decided to put the second back on the clock and and the ensuing. Uh, extra point when some probably felt he should have, uh, you know, just nailed it and not risk a, a block uh, extra point and a two point conversion return. So, sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, good question from our producer, Luke. Uh, he pointed out Georgia and Michigan are winless against the spread so far this year. He wants to know at some point, maybe this week or beyond, if you think the market will correct itself and eventually you can find value on betting these teams ATS. Um, at some point in a given game, but you're not finding that to be the case this week with Michigan, huh? Because you like the dog here in Nebraska. Yeah, I do. You know, after they dropped their first two games, Nebraska's rebounded with uh, you know a pair of uh, double-digit victories over Northern Illinois and Louisiana Tech. You know, obviously uh, opponents not to be confused with the likes of Michigan and other Big Ten powers, but still, it does represent some you know forward momentum in Matt Rule's first season there in Lincoln. I think the quarterback situation at Nebraska, Jeff Sims starts the first two games, uh, road losses at Minnesota and Colorado, suffers an ankle injury against the Buffaloes. But in those two starts, Sims, who had turnover problems at Georgia Tech, he committed six turnovers, four interceptions, two fumbles. He may be available uh, this week against Michigan. But in any case, I really expect that their uh, quarterback who's played the last couple of weeks, Heiner Carberg, I think he's going to get the start. He's a guy who's been compared to uh, Tim Tebow, a big guy at 6'5", 210. He's a talented runner. He's rushed for 255 yards his last two starts. He watched the Louisiana Tech game this past weekend. He broke free on a 72-yard touchdown run, and when he got in the open, uh, he was gone. So this guy can run the football. Another thing I like about this game, Nebraska getting 18. We've got the new clock rules. Michigan, only four games, but they play a really slow tempo. They're averaging 58 plays a game. Their game's total averaging only 113 plays a game. So I think that plays a role when you're taking, uh, you know, more than a couple of touchdowns. On top of that, Nebraska, 6-0-1 against the spread the last seven games as a double-digit Big Ten underdog. Huskers need to get to about 14 points, I think, to get the money here. I think they will. Nebraska plus 18 over Michigan. All right. Well done. Stay hot. How about Matt Humans gave this out earlier? You're on the same side. It seems always Syracuse gives Clemson fits, and you want to take the dog here in this one again. Yeah, I really do. I mean, you know, Clemson entered the 2023 season on 8th in the nation, have legitimate college playoff hopes, and here we are before the end of September – uh, and those hopes are gone uh, after last weekend's home overtime loss to Florida State. They obviously, Clemson, had a chance to win that game in regulation, pull the 29-yard field goal attempt wide left uh, with a couple of minutes to go. So they're out of the playoff chase. So I think this is a tricky uh, situation. They face an undefeated Syracuse team, which has been untested to date. Their schedule only ranked 149th uh, to this point by Jeff Sagarin. But they've got a big physical quarterback. 6'4", 225-pound quarterback Garrett Schrader. He leads the Orange both in passing and rushing. He's thrown for six touchdowns this season, run for six more. You look at their Week 2 victory at Purdue, 35-20. to Schrader ran the ball 25 times for 195 yards and four touchdowns. I think he's carrying the ball at least 20 times against Clemson uh, this Saturday. The JMA Wireless Dome, it has been a tricky venue for Clemson mm-hmm. in recent years. 
back in 2017, Syracuse, a 23-and-a-half-point uh, underdog at home. They win 27-24. And then a couple of years ago in 2021, Clemson favored by 13-and-a-half. They escape, but only win uh, 17-14. So Syracuse plus seven over Clemson. All right, excellent. How about one more dog, Arkansas against Texas A&M? Yeah, first of all, Arkansas's top running back, Raheem Rocket Sanders, he participated in practice yesterday. He could play Saturday after missing uh, Arkansas's last three games. He's a guy who's one of the very best running backs in the entire SEC. He rushed for more than 1,400 yards last year, so his availability would obviously be uh, huge for the Razorbacks' chances. In any event, this Arkansas team is a desperate football team. They're looking to avoid their third straight loss. They need to win over the Aggies also to avoid an 0-2 start in SEC play. Razorback quarterback K.J. Jefferson last week threw a couple of interceptions, so I think he's going to be looking to make amends for that performance. Jefferson's also become more involved in the running game the last few weeks. He's carried the ball at least 13 uh, times in each of the last three uh, games for the Razorbacks, so I like him as a runner. Sam Pittman, he's been great as an underdog. Now in his fourth season there in Fayetteville, the Hogs 13-6 and six against the spread, uh, getting points after last week's cover in Baton Rouge. Look at this game again. It just comes down to I'll take the more desperate team getting points, needing to avoid its third straight loss. Arkansas plus six and a half over Texas A&M there at the neutral site in Arlington, Texas. You are the most interesting man in the world. Make no mistake about it. Uh, you were in studio a month ago and told some great stories. Can you expand and share with our viewers and listeners about marathon running and what you do and goes into that and, and the preparation and, and, and what, what that is exactly? Well, I've done ultra marathons, Polly, which are, are any event defined as any event over the standard marathon distance of 26.2 miles. So I've done about 125 of those ultra marathon races probably about 20 to 25 of those over 100 miles. Um, The most notable of those being the Badwater Ultramarathon, which is a 135-mile continuous um, foot race through uh, Death Valley in late July, the hottest time of the year with temperatures, you know, 130 degrees or so. Unfortunately, I got injured probably six or seven years ago, have some cervical spine issues, had to quit running, still exercise, still go to the gym about every day, but – you know, a lot of fun, a lot of uh, just competition, uh, a lot of training, kind of a top A personality, I guess. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun doing those through the years. All right, so hold on, hold on. 135 miles for an ultra marathon in 130 degree plus heat is a lot of fun? You know, it's such a challenge. It wasn't, it wasn't fun at times. You know, I've been on my, literally on my knees, Mitch, in, in Death Valley, on my knees, throwing up, you know, just for, for 30 minutes at a time and, and my crew thinking that I'm going to have to pull out of the race. And it's, a, you know, it's really a, uh, you know, obviously some people have called it the most difficult sporting event in the world. And it's a, it's a tough one, a 60-hour continuous clock. Clock never stops. If you want to sleep, you can sleep. But uh, I would always just keep trugging, you know, keep moving forward. But, uh, well, yeah, hold it's, hold it was, it's fun. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So no sleep? You would do it nonstop? How long would it take you to finish? You know, I did it three years, and my first year back in year 2000, I did 53 hours and 21 minutes. My best year, the next year in 20, uh, uh, 2001, I did 37 hours and 51 minutes and finished uh, ninth overall. So I was really, that's my best 
ultra marathon finish certainly in my career was finishing ninth in uh, in Badwater back in 2001. But that was a long time ago. I put on about 20 pounds. Oh yeah, sure. You know, I mostly just lift a few weights, get on the stair climber, and then drink a couple of beers. Yeah, That's about what I <laughs> yeah. about what I do today. <laughs> Wait a sec. You, you, a, you're, you're running. This is Forrest Gump. You're running nonstop. This, am I hearing this right? It, you know, it's a lot like Forrest Gump. You're just going at a slow pace, and it's just one foot, uh, you know, in front of the other. And we always had a saying. It's kind of basic and kind of stupid. We'd say mind over matter. You know, if you don't mind, it don't matter. So, it was, uh, you know, you, you kind of got to be, a, a you know, a, a glutton for punishment, I guess. But, it, you know, just a, so much, uh, you know, so much life lived in those races through the years. Uh, are you listening to music? What do you What's going on in your head during this whole time, too, while you're A running? lot of people listen to music, but, uh, you know, in, in Badwater, I don't think you're really supposed to have headphones on because you're on public highways, Highway 190 okay. in California, and you, uh, you know, you're not oh. supposed to have headphones on to be aware of the traffic in your surroundings and so forth. So, yeah, I, don't, I didn't listen to music. You know, I, I kind of just identified with the pain and just kept on going. Like, how much water are you? You said you had a team. How does that work? How close? What are they traveling in? How much water do you have on you at times when you're running or whatever? You know, my wife, Abby, was always my crew chief, and we'd have about three other people. We'd have a crew of four people, uh, which is the minimum each runner can have. A lot of people, like the the Marines from Camp Pendleton there in in California, they they would have their, uh, you know, people who were medics in the Marines, they would have crews, 12, 14 people that were you know, going in and out in shifts. We didn't have that advantage. You know, I had a, a bare bones crew, but a talented crew, again, led by my, my wife, Abby. You've got tons of water. It's very technical. Um, you know, you check your, your urine to be sure it's not too dark. You just do all kinds of checks to be sure that the runner doesn't, doesn't get in trouble because, you know, people die in Death Valley uh, each and every year, and you've got to, you're obviously out there in extreme conditions with no, uh, no sleep and, uh, you know, the, just a lot of negative possibilities. So, yeah, very, very technical. We could talk about that probably for, for hours upon hours, just all the supplies that we had and, and what all was involved. Blown away yet wow. again. Yes. I, I don't even That's know. better than the death row. I don't even know how much money it would take me as an offer to try to do this. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Uh, come on. Yeah, come on. That's incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you got to follow him on Twitter. He's at Paul Stone Sports. That's also the same name as his podcast as well, which you can get. Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. Amazing uh, appearance yet again, Paul. Thanks for the time. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me, and good luck to everybody this weekend. Have a great weekend of college football. Same to you. Uh, what? Nonstop running. Death row, 130 degrees, crew, water. Oh, my God. Who thinks of you this? got that right. You tell me to go run two miles right now, my body will shut down. Oh, I'll you, die. You die of a heart attack. Sure. Oh, what an insti- he's you, an institution. You hear this idea and you're like, sign me up. No I can't kidding. wait to go do that. Yeah. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.